One, two, three. Sit on Bruce's knee. Zubba <laughs> <laughs> dub dub. <laughs> The little kitten's the runt, but you are a fuck. <laughs> Brucey! It may not be stiff. <laughs> it may not be stiff, but come and have a whiff. It may be crusty, but don't worry, trust me. It may be flapping, but let's get cracking. It's as flaccid as a sock, but it's still a good old cock. WCCY, coming in your ears, January 2022. Coming soon to a wireless near you. Wireless. To the wireless. I can't wait to do, uh, so, like, with loads of new special effects, loads of new tracks. It's going to be great. Change up to formula, 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 formula. Good evening and welcome to Hook and Convince You Radio. Good evening and welcome to the home county's Hook and Convince You Radio. Coming in your ears all night long. Stephen will be joining us later for traffic and travel. Arthur for agricultural Arthur. talk at 11. And at 1 o'clock a.m. 1 o'clock a.m. And at 1 a.m. it'll be the shipping forecast presented by Sebastian Shivel. Sebastian Shivel. <laughs> Roger Dealing. At 3pm it'll be uh, Organ Talk. with uh, Organ Talk. Well, it's the Christian and uh, Health podcast. No, it's not. Radio show. And at 5? Presented by Edwina Bull. <laughs> <laughs> what are these real names? I do know somebody called Edwina Bull. And at 5, let's Ooh. go cherry picking and... F- <laughs> Tiptoe through the tulips with Timothy Taunton. <laughs> Is that his real name? Who? Tiny Tim. I don't know. Oh. At 7am we'll be... <laughs> Fucking hell, is it all just what's coming up? Oh, God. <laughs> but what's now? But for now... But for now, two and a half hours of Doctor Who podcasting. <laughs> two and a half hours? <laughs> <laughs> But now here's Ken Bruce with the Who Can Convince You Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> Coming in your ears for the next two and a half hours. Well, good morning. Popmaster at ten. That's more Terry Wogan, isn't it? How does he sound? Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Who Can Convince You. I'm Luke. I'm Harry. Oh, you wanted to do it this week, didn't you? No, Go on. Doesn't matter. Oh, oh, well. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Who Can Convince You. Episode 28, as always. So let's, um... <laughs> um, you're all right. I'm very well. How are you? 
It's another shit day. Let's just get through it. Have you got anything you want to mention before we uh, delve into the my near-death experience? I'm fine, by the way. No one gives a shit. Um, I did have some something lined up. Mm. I probably just forgot about it. Have you got it queued? Is no. it on the auto queue? is it? The I've, teleprompter. I've, it's got a teleprompter, this. Has it? Yeah. Mm. I can never... No offence. I could never imagine you doing a sort of... A speech. <clears throat> um, we've had some sad... There's already an um. I'll try We interrupt this broadcast to bring you some breaking news. A child has been flattened by a tractor tyre, ripping half his face off in North Wales. <laughs> Why is that to go into that much detail? <laughs> Does I that, can't wait to put in a new segment. Is that not what the news presenters do? Did he do it in like five seconds in advance so if anyone cusses they can... I think they do, don't they? And I'm asking. Pre-delay, yeah. Right. I think it's more than that. A minute? No, I, th- I think it's like 15 seconds. Oh, so a minute. It's not, no, it's not a big chunk. It's just no. in case you say, breaking news, a child has suffered a massive... Fuck! Oh, it's dark, isn't it? Right, what, what did you do on the farm? Right. I'm fine, by the way. Right. Don't show any concern. We found a bomb. So. Let me guess. Some sheep came around, licked it up, and then someone came over and said, oh, it's a bomb from World War II. You called the police, and they arrived, and you said, oh, you can't take pictures, lads. So you didn't, and now you're just going to bullshit your way out of this. Um, Close enough. Right, okay. So I was on the farm. Next thing, Bob comes around the corner. Yeah. In the Kubota. Little... Was Dave around on this day or? No. Gone home. Gone um, but we put the bomb there. Bob comes around the corner. Harry, you have to come quick. There's, there's police everywhere. So I said, what's the matter? He said, come quick, come quick. They're packed outside Richard's house. So, ran over. Bob mm. drove. Mm. Uh, asked the policeman. I said, excuse me, officer, but could you tell me what the fuck is going on? And he said, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, there was a bomb. Alright, okay, bomb. So it turns out somebody has found a Second World War bomb on the mountain. Right? Mm. And they Who? Somebody right. I don't know the identity. But some somebody found a bomb on the mountain. Right. Right? And dusted off all of the dust for it. Like it was it was partially buried, Mm. right? They've sort of wiped all of the top of it and thought, shit, it's a bomb. <laughs> As you would. You <laughs> oh my God, it's a <laughs> And then his leg just went over the farm. Um, so, oh shit, a bus. Uh, so they saw that it was a bomb. <laughs> they saw that it was a bomb. Yeah. And went to the police station. Right? Right. By the time the policeman came up to see... The sheep were all digging around the bomb. That's funny. Right? Yeah. So we had to get all the sheep out of the field quick, mm. pronto. Mm. Right? So we get all the sheep. The bomb disposal, the local bomb disposal, come. Mm. And they the say, local bomb disposal? Well, you know, the area bomb disposal. Right. Be like, I don't right. know. So like an oven tray. Yeah. Like, on the chest. <laughs> oven gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm really sorry, but there's nothing we can do. Um, so the the local bomb, <laughs> oh <my laughs> the local bomb disposal, come up the road in there on their bike, and uh, it turns out this sounds like a joke, doesn't it? But they didn't have the right 
um, what do you call it? Like the right screwdriver, say, right. to get in the bomb. Because right. so, it's an old bomb. Well, yeah, Second World War. So they have to phone the bomb disposal to come from Liverpool or Manchester or mm. somewhere, like the big guns. Yeah. So they bring a robot. No way. Yeah, robot on everything. So I never knew this. The way they get rid of the bomb, yeah, it's in the ground. Yeah. They take away all of the turf from around the bomb, yeah. where it is, and they dig a hole underneath the bomb yeah. and lower it down into the ground and explode it underground. <laughs> yeah. Ball worms. Exactly. So, I, I did want to film it, because I said, is there any chance I could film it? But did you hear it go off? Yeah. It was loud. That's amazing. Did you see it? Uh, well, no, because it was underground. Yeah, but you see dirt come up, wouldn't you? Well, not really, no. But it, it was it was big. It, it was probably about that big. The bomb? Yeah. It was a big bastard like that. Like <laughs> Big fat ass. It was a big one. Is but, this, do you reckon this, this is from a plane or something? Well, it was, yeah. Right. So, the mountain... During the war, during the war, uh, was used as like um, a deterrent, a deterrent, a deterrent for Liverpool. So they'd set fire to the mountain at night for German planes going over to think that the mountain was Liverpool, right? Not the mountain in the middle of nowhere. Because if you're going to bomb anywhere, bomb Wrexham. Well, that was the thought. Well, it? since since I've been alive, yeah, there's probably been. 10, 15 bombs on the mountain that have gone off. People the, there? The, there's, the, they go off quite regular. There's there's hundreds, there must be, on the mountain. Fucking hell. Well, do you know what? This, is, this sounds ridiculous, and I swear to God that it's true. You know where the pools are yeah. at the farm? Hmm. Well, there's a field that's next to the pools. Yeah. Have you seen it? That's quite boggy. Yeah. Well, there's two bombs, 100%. There's two How bombs. Because you know? every, everybody knows that they're there. Why? We just, just know that they're Did there. Did you tell bomb disposal or just leave it? Well, he, so the two bombs are in the bog. and when bog. they I love that word. Yeah, good, isn't it? But the two bombs... The crones of... They're in the bog. The crones of Crookback Bog. <clears throat> so the two bombs that are in the bog sank and there was nothing the bomb disposal could do about it because they were just sinking into the, into the bog. So they're still there. Right, so the fish is going to get... Well, no, no, the bog, not the fish, not the pool. The bog. <laughs> the bog. <laughs> but there's probably some in the reservoir and everything. Have I shown you the lookout tower up the mountain? No. We'll have to go. Yes, Go on please. the quad bike. It's brilliant. Yes. They've got Don't big go. lights and everything. You know, a big thing. No. Like a Batman light. No. Yeah, big floodlight. Is that from the wall? Yeah, from the wall. Does it still work? No. It's all rusted to buggery. You could put a Batman logo on it. Oh, yeah. So we've got but no proof. Got no proof other than the... Uh, Will it be in the leader? Oh, probably. Oh, I would have thought so. It'll be front page of the Nene by the morning. Nene! <laughs> the Nene! Fuck, it will be, wouldn't it? Oh, are yeah. Well, what was the front page last... Uh, they were cleaning out the pool. That was the last copy yeah, of the Nene that you saw. Yeah, the highlight of local news was local pool gets cleaned. N- this month, sheep shits itself licking... Well, I tell you what... When they when they did the controlled explosion, yeah. all of the sheep on the sixteen acre field, or the the big the other field on yeah. the other side, shit themselves. They all just like huddled down to the bottom oh, of the no. thing. Yeah, I know. So there we go. So that was my news. Um, That's good news. That I got nothing to top that. 
It, it's not every day. Ghost of Shishima came out today for PS5. Nice. It's brilliant. Is it? Yeah. Don't, I don't know what that is, but... Should we do a quiz? Come on, then. It should finish now. So this week's quiz is items highest to lowest. Again. Again? What do you mean again? Right. Here we go. So, four items. I would like you to arrange them for me in price highest to lowest. These are all from eBay. They are not all official items. And there are some questionable ones that I'm not even sure are quite authentic. But... I will do my best to guide you through this plethora of content I have provided you for God, get on with today. It. Fuck it all, you fill time. So item A is a TARDIS-style phone holder. Please note that all items include the price of postage in the full whack. As standard. As a, as a big, you know. Um, it is a Father's Day gift, apparently. It is a Father's Day. If Perfect you're not a father gift. and it's not a gift, you can't buy it. Apparently not. Uh, it looks like crap. Item B. Now, this is one of the ones that I think is a bit questionable. This is a Dalek in a box. Right. Right? So, it's down as being a 1965 cinema prop. And according to the uh, description, it's a Dalek that was encased in a glass box used to put in the pictures when the Peter Cushing films were being promoted. So it would be like just a Dalek in the corner, as now you would find sort of, you know, a 10-foot Chris Pratt cardboard cutout next to the slushy machine. Holding his crotch. Yeah. Now, I don't believe this one bit, because one of 12 made, it says. Yeah. So there's only 12 cinemas that had this, or is there one cinema that had all 12? I'm, uh, it's bollocks and it looks like shit. It, it doesn't look great, does it? No. Anyway, item C is a Silence in the Library book prop. Oh, that's cool. I want one. Okay. I actually really want this. And the next one, keeping in theme with okay. this evening's episode. Uh, item D is Doctor Who and the Tomb of the Cybermen Target, Target book. Books paperback. Okay. Original copy. Right. As in first edition. Right. Would you like to discuss? Uh, yeah. That phone stand. Yep. Useless. Okay. What do you need that for? Oh, the Yeah, but when it's in there, you won't be able to see the TARDIS. And who puts their phone upright on a stand? Well, I Would you not mm. prop it horizontally if you're going to watch something? I suppose you could do that still. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. But if you can, if you just have a look. Now... To f- usually stand your phone up on a stand, mm. uh, you'll have the little legs at the bottom of the stand that you know hold the weight of the phone. Um, with this TARDIS one, it doesn't have a lip, so the phone can just slide out. Yeah, um, I would say that is crap, and I wouldn't get it. Okay, well that's the TARDIS. No, the Dalek in the in the box. 
Again, I crap. smell bullshit with this uh, one. It stinks. Reeks. Yeah. Uh, the book prop. That's pretty cool, though. I, I'm not, I can't really make sense of it, though. It's like a book in a book. It looks like a picture. It of... looks like a picture stuck on a binder. Yeah. So, I'm questioning that one as well. I don't know. Because I could do that. And the target book, who gives a shit? They all need burning. Wow! No, um, they don't. You asshole. So, you want me to put these in highest to lowest? Ascending. Right. Or descending, sorry. So, descending. I reckon first up, Dalek prop in the box. First. Okay. Next up, it's the uh, Sounds of the Library. Okay. Then the Target book. And then the phone stand. How do you think you've done? I nailed it. I think you've got it wrong. So. Can I change something around? If you want to. No, it's, come on. Okay. The highest value item here yep. is the Silence in the Library oh, no. prop. How much is it? How much do you reckon? 300 £952.94. Oh That's annoying. I would have bought that as well. Item B. The oh, Dalek in the box. It, yeah. The next. Dalek in the box is next. Right. At. Any guesses? £496.99. £831. Assholes. Next one. I hate people who sell stuff like that. And they need to charge a phone, don't you? What do you think? What do you think the next one is? Uh, target book. It is the TARDIS style phone holder. Sixty pounds. Coming in at sixteen pounds oh. forty. Why? The Tomb of the Cybermen target book. Six pounds. Very close. Five pound ninety-eight. Seven ninety-nine. Right. So I hope you enjoyed that and played. It was all right that yeah. At home. Um. It's just all tat. Yeah, there's quite a lot of tat on eBay, isn't there? Yeah. the quiz would you like to get neck deep into my story well no it's my story first so story title is a good man goes to war so season six episode seven mm. and the edit was the fourth of june 2001 one where were you that day that's the year i finished school it was written by moffat uh directed by peter Produced by Marcus Wilson. And the music was done by... <laughs> Our Lord. Our Saviour. Love So, this was actually uh, called a mid-season finale. Don't know what that means. It's a finale, but in the middle. So it's not a finale. It's just the middle. I don't get it. Um, and it was actually episode 777. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's a synopsi. It's a synopsis. Snop me, snop me. On the asteroid Demons Run, Amy Pond has given birth. 
but the villainous Madame Coverin, Coverin and the religious order of the silence are waiting to make a collection that tears Amy's world apart. Across the galaxy, the 11th... Could be too much spit in my mouth. The 11th Doctor and Rory Williams are <laughs> assembling an army, an army, to fight the battle that lies ahead whilst in Storm Cage. River Song prepares to escape for what may be the last time. That was all one sentence, by the way. Was it? Just because you get... Just it doesn't matter. If you put two commas there, doesn't mean you can... For this is the Battle of Demons Run. On this day, the Doctors will... On this day, the Doctor will rise higher than ever and fall so much further. And finally, this is the day he discovers who River Song is. Should be really is, but... Mm. What do we think? Now, when I watched it... Mm. How many times did you watch it? Three? Thrice. Thrice. I know Christ. No. Really? So... I was under the impression that there was a bit missing. Or it was a two-parter and maybe we'd missed... Wrong. ...one part. Uh, I understand that that is wrong. But... Because um, the the episode before this was the... Rebel Flash, the Orbus people. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just... I find it very confusing. Right. And then I, I went on to watch Let's Kill Hitler. Pardon? Straight after this. Yeah. Um, that's something, isn't it? So, uh, I don't, I don't, I really don't know what to make of it. It's a bit of a blur, really, because from as far as I can work out, the whole point of the story is mm. just for us to find out who River Song is. I know that's being very. The whole thing is just about that one little thing, but well, it ties everything that's happening. No, it ties everything that's happened thus far in Matt's run. Yeah, so that's nice. Um, and obviously it's the big reveal mm. whoever it really is yeah I mean plot wise I, I don't feel that there's a lot going on it, it, there's a lot going on well maybe there's so much going on it makes me think that there's nothing going on because I'm not I just can't grab anything do you know what I mean not really that, so there's so many things that are going on don't just repeat my tiny you... mind yeah is so thrown by all of these things. Like, what, what, what? Yeah. I just haven't got anything to grab onto, so I well, just think it's... it's a good thing it's... I did a full-on synopsis, isn't it? Well, this is it, isn't it? Um, I liked um, I liked Jenny. Why? I thought she's probably my favourite bit, really. My favourite bit? She's my favourite bit. She's a good bit, isn't she? She's a good bit. Wow. Uh, is that the Salorian's wife, is it, or girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. She's all right, Jenny. Yeah, yeah, I think she's great. I think she'd be a nice companion. Yeah, only uh, just today I found out where these characters come from because I just thought they just turned up in this episode. You know, the Salorian mm. woman, Jenny, and the Santaran. I just thought they appeared in this episode and we just assumed that, oh, they've always been there. She is the wife, isn't she, of the I don't know if it's wa- wife or girlfriend. I, don't I really think know. it's wife. I don't know. Maybe, I think it is, yeah. Or care. Um... Uh, I, I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it when I saw it. It feels like a climax, which Doctor Who rarely ever does. Um, yeah, a bit. Yeah. River really is a prelude to Missy. Really, 
Well, I'm... Do you remember that prison scene? The first time mm. we see her in this episode? It's messy. Yeah. I it want is. to discuss the master as well at some point. Not in this. No, I know, I know. I'm not in your story either. No. Nope. So are we going to talk about it in this podcast or... No, this we'll just ignore it. <laughs> All right. I, I'd quite like to talk about the master. What? What? Which one? Uh, all of them, because as you know... Yeah, we're not doing this episode. Okay. But as I know... I watched the Timeless Child, The Ascension of the Cybermen. Is, yes. The Ascension shall begin. Go on. Um, so, I'm watching Mad Men at the moment, Are on you? season seven, what? last season. Fuck me, it's depressing. But, after I've seen that, I'll be right back onto Doctor Who. Okay. Well, uh, please. And I'm very eager, because, as we've said numerous times visually stunning fuck me it shouldn't look that good it, it shouldn't it look shouldn't, that good it? no how are you doing it is what it wires it? is it is it a filter um come back to this episode mm. I think it's good I do think it's good it's a good time and yeah, there's, I do, there's, I do. can I and there's one bit in this that's one of my favourite things one of my favourite moments in New Who Harry What's that, sir? <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to it, won't we? Mm, I think we it's amazing. When I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. So I said I said that out loud. Okay. What what bit do you think it would be? That's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to think now in my head, what it could be. I was like, holy shit, that is amazing. I can't believe they did that. Was it the Doctor's crib? No. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, a bit of crib. Oh, I love a good modern crib. Act one. Ian. Pon gets abducted or something. I, I don't really know. I, I'm guessing she's. Well, she, they explain it. She's like she's present, but she's not. Who's the eye patch woman? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Uh, we don't get much character behind it. I don't know what her motives are. Well, I do. It's just she doesn't like the doctor, pretty much. I mean. Um, sorry. She's been in the this series, yes. popping a little head in through like little windows. I, uh, without watching the whole series, I don't think I, I, I just don't know who she is. Right. So she, there isn't. She just appears. She was in the Unborn. Oh, what? She was in the Almost People. Almost People at the end, isn't she? In the wall. Well, yeah, that's what we see at the beginning of this as well, isn't yes. it? Yes. And she's in a few other. Think of the crack in time from last series. Oh, the crack. Yeah, those cracks. Yes. It's exactly the same thing. The cracks right. are appearing. Instead, it's this woman in the walls. Oh. Exactly the same thing. Right. So, that's a bit of a bummer. But. So, her pond and her baby are held captive mm. on Demon's Run. Uh, Rory spreads the doc's message by not saying anything, but he's just a swarmy bastard. Do you remember that scene at the beginning, before the title sequence? Mm. I really don't like Rory. He's a weirdo in this as well. Mm. Would you like me to repeat the question? Yeah, go on. No, that's what Rory says. <laughs> You're not listening. I don't like Rory. No, I don't like Rory. Rory. I can't say his name either. I don't like Rory. Uh, Amy kisses a baby and it st- it struggles. It hates it. Do you remember that at the beginning? Mm. Really doesn't like it. Well, the baby... Because it was fine. And then she kisses him. 
her, sorry. And it starts crying his eyes out. Yeah. As anyone would. Well, I, th- I, th- I think some people would agree. I think some a certain amount of the population find Karen Gillan quite attractive. People are just built different, aren't they? I mean, it's uh, personally, that- I don't. Yourself? I don't really... Indifferent. Nah. Yeah. Indifferent. Indifferent to many, really. Mm. Um, the baby's then taken away. Yes. Meanwhile, some soldiers piss arse around with the stick. This is a uh, fat one and thin one. Yes. That's what the, the character names are. I know, yeah. I saw that in the program notes. Uh, and the station goes on yellow alert. Uh, the headless the headless monks skulk around while Loma, Lorna, Lorna, Lorna Bucket is her name, sews some flannel. Lorna Bouquet. Fat One gets turned into a headless monk. Uh, we're taken to Victorian London again. They use it a lot. We've got this Matt set. Smith's and Capaldi's era. It's right with well, Victorian London. Is this filmed at the same time that Moffat would be doing Sherlock? When did Sherlock come out? 2010. So I reckon they're using Moffat's sets from that. Yeah, but it's modern London. It's not... You're thinking of that one special they did, which they probably reused the set of Doctor Who for mm. Sherlock. They are, then shoot me down. I'll go. Uh, but they do use that set a lot. It's tiring. Only really used well in um, Thin Ice, that one. Oh, we've, yeah. That's, I think that's the only good time they use it. Uh, F- Madame Vastra, that's the Solorian you like, I think. Madam, Madam Do you like Vastra? the Solorian? Uh, I'm not a big fan. I had no idea. When I watched this originally, I had no idea who she was. It, what like She just came out of nowhere. It's a bit of a fan wank, isn't it, to have a Solorian? But um, I don't... She's in it a lot as well. I don't dislike it. I just don't see the point. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. Just, I just don't see why it's a soldier. And the, we'll get to the other one, but I like them two together. Yeah, I do as well. I think I think they're great. Like I said before, it's, I think Jenny... Is it Jenny? Yeah. I, th- I think she'd be a great companion. It's almost like they were trying to do a spin-off series with those two. Cause big, I bet Big Finish will do it. Yeah. No I doubt. bet they've done it. I bet they've done it. No doubt. What's I'll tell you what. What's the name? Madame Vastra, isn't it, or something? Madame Vastra and Jenny. I bet it's hardcore porn of them as well. Brilliant. I can't type quick enough. Did you do it? Yes! Yeah, there you go. There it is. Uh, yeah, I think she's great. I think she's got the look of a companion. Yeah. Um, But it was not to be. Um... Has anybody got a copy of those that I could have? God, £29. Oh, my God. Madame Vastra and Jenny are introduced along with the friendly Sontaran commander, Strax. You loved him, didn't you? Oh, God. I'd rather have Strax than Matt Lucas. I mean, some of the things he says are funny. It's all right. It makes you go, huh. Yeah, it makes it, did it, it make does make you chuckle. That. It wasn't like palm on your head. It does feel a bit forced, but yeah, it, he's not in it that much though. It's no. not too bad. It does in Cla- when Clara's first introduces a companion 
in Victorian London, I can't remember the episode, where she climbs up to the TARDIS in the clouds. Yeah. Uh, he's awful in that. I have, can't stand Have him. we had a Sontaran episode of New Who? Uh, yeah. The Tenant one. Two parters, Yes. Though. Yes. Because they're coming back, aren't they? Yes. For Jodie. I really don't like Sontarans. I think the thing with the Sontarans is they've never been as good as the Time Warrior. It's never just diminishing returns since then. They look awful. They don't. In old two, they look like gloves. Yeah, but, gloves. No, you've seen later ones. Right. The er, the two early ones. Sontaran Experiment, Time Warrior, they look great. Mm. Ever, after that, forget it. They don't look bad in you, who. They look, the makeup's good for them. It's just that I don't like the design. And it's as simple as that. Well, I think it's a bit of a joke, isn't it? The, the whole... It uh, doesn't matter. We'll get to that when we do a Sontaran episode. It's kind of Sontaran. It's not. Well, no. But we don't like Strax. I don't mind Strax. Uh, he's he's bad later on, but Strax... He's it's fine. just oh, It's just another one of those characters that keeps popping up that we don't really care about, but... I don't know where he's come from. He just pops up in this episode, seemingly. Yeah. I really don't know where he comes from. Um... A joke they reuse a lot is when Strax just calls everyone a boy, even though they're girls. Yeah. They do it in this, but... He does it to Jenny, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, fu- it's actually funny. Yeah, it is funny. But they reuse that a hell of oh. a lot, especially when Clara's there. Uh, but that made me chuckle, that. It's one of the very few times in New Who that makes me chuckle. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't find it funny. You didn't find that funny? No, I, I did in this, as in yeah. I don't find a lot of the comedy doesn't really land... Very no. well in you. Have you got your landing gear on? No. Don't worry. You're supposed to land up. River is foreshadowing Missy as she gallivants through her prison and Rory meets with her. She looks in her little book and it opens the exact page she wanted. Like it's instant. Let me have a look here. Bang, gone. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Mmm. Oh, the asteroid. How do you know about that? What did you... What, uh, we've discussed this with Mark Cochran, haven't we? Yeah. What do you think of... Um, I've forgotten her name. River. River, River Song. Um, some episodes, she, I like her. Most episodes, just go away. Like, I really like her. And Mark Cochran said the same in um, her final episode with Capaldi. It's lovely, that. I can't think of what that is. I mean, the rest of the episode isn't great. It's a Christmas special. Uh, I think she outstayed her welcome. I think it's a Christmas special. It's the introduction... Of, it's Matt Lucas's first episode as well. Oh, good grief. Um, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I she's good in that. I like doing that. I just don't... I don't know what it is. I just find her a bit... It's like... She, in this and kill Hitler as well. Although she couldn't kill Hitler, I think. She's annoying, but I mean, I believe she was a psycho in that. Which is quite hard to do when it's without making it seem a bit cheesy. I didn't, it didn't I come don't off know. cheesy uh, in that for me. I don't it was know. just a bit annoying. She, I just think she's one of these characters that we're sort of made to like. But do we? Well, we must do. We must do. Yeah. Like Captain Jack. Um, oh. Yeah, she just looks in that book and it folds open to the exact page you wanted. Instantly. I'm sick of that book. Good for merch, though, isn't it? She reveals that this is the day the Doc finds out who she is. Really. 
the setup for this episode is a bit flaccid. Well, I think that's... I think because the the start of it, the setup, mm. didn't grab me, I was sort of a bit lost for all the rest of it. And then every time I watched it after that, yeah. I was so consciously trying to think, right, what is going on here? Mm. But every time I was just like, I just don't get it. And I was so busy thinking about, well, I don't know what's going on here, mm. that I just didn't take any notice of it. Do you, do you know roughly what's happening, though? Like, yeah. You're still completely lost. I know what's happening, but... I, th- I feel like I need somebody to guide me through. Is that me? Yeah. Um, there was a prequel, little prequel thing, which did, I don't know if to do anymore, but they did a lot uh, for Matt Smith's era, where they were released like a little prequel episode. Right. Say episode, it's like a two minute piece. Um, I don't know when it's supposed to release. I don't know if it was like an advert the week. Of the episode, like, oh, it's coming this Saturday. I don't know. Um, but for this one, it was like a minute and a half long. And it was just the... Uh, did a, well, I've got it here. Uh, it's what Dorian, the big blue guy. Yes. Uh, he gives one of the headless monks uh, security software from a Jadoon Trooper. Uh, then pay Dorian to uh, incentive money. And he says they're mad for stealing the baby. And that's the prequel. Right. Pretty lame. That's all. That's the only thing I think that you need to know coming up to this that, you know, you haven't seen yet. Because the rest of it you've seen, I'm sure. Um. Yeah, I think so. Because that woman, like we said, the woman in you know, sliding, the woman in the walls that keeps talking to Amy... I still don't know who she is. It's not explained at all, apart from that she just has a beef with the doctor. I don't. She didn't even come back. I didn't know where she goes after this. She just goes. I can't remember really. I, I can't. She remember. wasn't in Kill Hitler, was the, she? No. Isn't there a character in uh, Kill Hitler? It's River Song, isn't it? No, at the be- Is it that one with the beginning? The, the girl Pong's with the friend. Yeah, it's a. It is River Song. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. I really like that beginning of that episode. The crop circle thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like uh, I hate River. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, with, with a lot of Matt Smith's era, yeah. it's a bit of a mystery to me because I just I don't really enjoy it. Yeah. That it's just all a bit vague. Hey? Pardon? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of... Well, speaking of Matt... Yeah. He's not in it yet. Well, we'll leave it until he, he, we bring it because we're going into Act 2 now. Oh. Dorian Maldovar reveals to Cor- Corvarian... Corvarian. Right? That's the eye, the patch, eye patch woman. Yeah. Um, that eye patch looks terrible Hard as well. Right. Doesn't that eye patch look... It moves, doesn't it, as well? It looks awful. I'm sure every time you see it, it's in slightly a different... And then one shot's on the other eye. Brilliant. I'd love that. Start. Um... So he reveals to Corvarian that the Doctor will be chasing out all the... No, what? Will be cashing out all the debts that are owed to him in an effort to get Pond back. I like this idea. I got a sense of the Doctor's really powerful in this. But not what his actions are, but the friends he has. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Pond talks to Lorna about how the Doctor met them when they were very little girls. Do you remember that little conversation? Mm. 
oh, I met him when I was a little girl too. And then someone in the back says, I met him when I was little as well. Hey. And me. And me. Right. So he goes around with... <clears throat> Um, and the flannel Lorna was sewing is given to Pond. Have you got a gun? Do it. I didn't think that uh, the soldiers were very convincing, especially the commander. I d- we are not fools. We are not fools. Well, I think that's what we were. We are not fools. Me and Leah watched this. Together, yeah, Doctor Who. You do that regularly, yeah, and it. Um, I'm sure that was one of the bits that we kept repeating, like, you know, like when we watched um, uh, Turn Left. Mm. It's the star, the, the Christmas, Christmas star. star, where you have like a badly worded line, yeah. and you just keep repeating it. That was, I think, that was one of them. It's awful. It's just, oh god, <laughs> it goes on for a while. That speech. It must be at least a minute and a half. If at least. Felt like ten. How's that for you? The monks reveal what's under their hoods at an army rally. It freaked me out, that. It's, first time. it's not a bad effect, is it? No, it's weird. No. I wasn't expecting that. I thought it would just be hollow. It's like just, a twisted yeah, I it spine. It's it like the top weird. of a sack. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, the, like a twist of a sausage. Like... Deep dab dab. Suck bushies. So, mm. what do you think of the monks? They've been around for a while, haven't they? No. Have they not? No. Oh, no, I'm thinking the Capaldi monks. in this. And I... I, I keep... So I, a lot I, in this episode is just, just here. It, it's just here. And it's never mentioned again. What did you think of the monks in Capaldi? I can't remember. What monks? you remember the pyramid at the end of the world or whatever it was? Is, it, is this at the... There's a monk trilogy, isn't there? There's like three stories that have got the monks in. No, I haven't seen them. Haven't you? Oh, shit. <laughs> is this his, his last season, is it? Or Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't have seen that. Oh, right. oh yeah, you skipped it, didn't you? You know the episode I stopped on. Yeah. No. That was the last one. You know what bit in that episode yeah, I stopped yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. So, um, is this, the, this is the point of the Matt Smith reveal, isn't it? Reveal. That he's under the monk. So to speak. Pardon? Oh, yes. The final monk... Yeah, so they take off the hoods, and the final monk is actually the Doctor. He disperses into the crowd, and everyone loses their shit and shots are fired. overacting. Wonderfully yes. overacting. <laughs> yes. Um, they cease fire, and keep repeating, we are not fools. Solorian's Jadoon and Drax appears alongside... Danny boy in their little planes. Mm. Right. Jadoon don't... We get a little shot of them and they don't appear for the rest of the episode. The guys in the planes outside don't appear for the rest of the episode. What's happening? I get it's like to bring back people. In fact, Moffat wants to bring back Captain Jack and he would have if he wasn't filming Torchwood at the same time. Miracle Day he was filming that. Otherwise he would have been in this as well. It's a full-on attack. It's a full-on attack. Everyone shits it. Yeah. Um, and what does Matt say? Oh, yeah, when he's when the planes are shooting the asteroid, he's yeah. there. <laughs> Pretend he's in the plane. Matt, you can't see I'm, it. I'm out. I'm out. Weird, isn't it? Although I will say, 
get rid of that bit. I think Matt's great in this. I will say he's all right. Right. My feeling with him, he gets some anger scenes at the end, doesn't yeah. he? Oh no, no, I. I don't buy it. I buy it. For me, it's a little bit McCoy. McCoy. That he doesn't really deal with that sort of stuff very well. Capaldi does. I believe. I when think he's anger's angry. quite. Uh, anger's quite hard, isn't Jody's it? Jody's come across weak at anger. I will say that. Or at least the character they wanted to play is weak at anger. Yeah. There's a few instances of it, really. I think. Christopher Eccleston's quite good at it. Yeah. Does your tenant just. Yeah, breathe through his teeth. I think Chris and Capaldi are the best at it. Uh, Tom for Baker's. For New Who. Oh, for New Who. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, when Chris gets angry, you just feel like you let him down as a viewer. Bellow, he just screams, doesn't yeah. he? He like, gets really pissed off. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. It's okay. It's okay. I like man this. Mm. Whoa, that's in this episode, isn't it? Thank you, Maury. Yeah, so the Jadoon don't appear for the rest of this. Okay. Um, do you know where the guys in the planes come from? Uh... The Second World War thingy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Where they kit. That, it's in the same episode as um, when the Daleks are above London and during World War Two, and it's mm. the different coloured coloured Daleks that everyone had a shit over. Which is a shame, because I really well, like them. I think they were great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like them. <laughs> Drax says something here, but the music is too loud. This is the bit where... Dun, 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 oh, God. Dun. He says something. I have no idea what he says. What we'll do is that... Can't hear it. No idea what he said. Lord Grantham puts a gun to Carvarian's head as she tries to escape. This they come out the elevator. To Lord Grantham. Mm. Downton Abbey guy. Yep. They don't appear after that. What happens to them? Uh, oh, They're just there one minute, put a gun to her head, and then she's fine. She's just gone. I, what? Did I miss something? Is there a deleted scene? I don't, well, this is what I mean. It feels like there's a bit... Well, I don't think they were actually there on set that day. I reckon they oh, filmed was... that bit when they were in that episode. Right. With the pirates. Oh, well, right, okay, and then stuck it Because in. they're not in the same scene. Like, they just come out of an elevator and put a gun to her head. Lift. Warwy breaks into Pond's cell with their baby. Aye. Uh, they fuck a bit. Uh, the doc sniffs what's left. Don't know why I put that. I think he does smell. Oh, he, he smells the baby and mm. smells uh, Amy. And... and he speaks baby. Awful. Mm. <laughs> why would you feel the need to write that in? Well, it's just to fill time, isn't it? Both times are cool. Vastra says they succeeded the rescue without a drop of blood spilled. I'm. I saw. I saw. I saw a couple of monks get shot, and the, all the explosions from those planes. Yeah, I mean, somebody's cut themselves somewhere, haven't they? Must have. Must be a bit of blood. No. Nothing. No. Oh, no. No. Okay. No. The Doc and Amy hug, and Rory is really, really defensive about it. Really defensive about it. What is his issue? It's disgusting. I hate Rory. 
The Doc and Co find out that the baby has Time Lord DNA because she was conceived in a TARDIS while it was travelling through a vortex. What an uncomfortable scene. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> so, uh, Amy and Rory are the second people to fuck on the TARDIS then. Mm. Who's the first? Perry and Colin. Eh? They definitely did. Do you reckon? Yeah. Colin's little curl on his chest. Colin's curly Whoa. chest. Uh, Ian and Barbara did. Oh, so the third one's then? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure there's something. Some stuff has gone it's down. It's a. Tardis is a red light district. Isn't oh, it? I yeah. Uh, Awful. Stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Have a fiddle of that knob. See what it does. The monks start attacking and kill Dorian. Mm. Oh, I think. Uh, we don't see that. We just hear a gunshot. <laughs> Whoa, what are you laughing at? Don't. Uh, Pon hugs her baby and she takes cover. This is my favourite bit. Babely, the Blabely. The baby suddenly pops Blay, and... Blay. The baby suddenly pops and melts in Amy's hands. Mm. Great. I think that's great. Uh, yeah. And Karen Gillan. Accent that scene. What's her name? Karen, Karen Gillan. Yeah. Big Karen. Big <laughs> Big K. I love her acting in that scene. Yeah. Horrific. I think she's... Yeah, she's all right. She is all right in this. She's I all d- right throughout. She, I just don't like Amy Bond. I reckon Karen Gillan. Mm. I reckon she's hard work. Well, I reckon in later seasons maybe, but... I mean, as a person, I reckon she's hard work. Yeah, this was her first big role, really, though, wasn't it? Well, I just think she'd be a bit of a nightmare. I don't even think she's a bit of a diva. I don't, well, I don't know. Anyway, keep going. What do you think of the baby popping scene? Yes, yeah, fine. Did you not think? Oh shit! Uh, I remember the first time I watched this. Oh fucking hell! Well, I it. No, right. <laughs> I don't know. You did watch this, right? I did watch it, yeah, we did. We both watched it. Mm. But, uh. Don't know. Don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say anything. Fill in time. The baby was an avatar this whole time. Strax bleeds out. Oh. Amy can't bear to look at the dock for failing to rescue her baby. Another great acting scene for Karen there. I really like that. Hmm. Do you remember that scene? I do. I do remember all, I remember it all very well. Matt tries to hug her, say, oh, sorry about your baby, when she pulls away, and she doesn't really know what to say to him. She just looks at, looks at him in grief. Grief. Oh, it's great. Good grief. Oh, it's great. I just don't like the set of where this is taking place and that cart as well. and The wooden cart thing is just... What's that about? It's my car. Apparently a dispute... Do you have the Gallifreyan text yeah. on it? Apparently a dispute about um, is if the Doctor's talking Gallifreyan this whole time but the TARDIS is translating. Right. Is fixed in this episode. Like, the dispute for fans. I think okay. I think because he, he says he speaks baby, he speaks every language. So he could be actually be talking English the whole time. Right, okay. So. <laughs> you got any points so far? Not coming any up, notes. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got them in front of me, but okay. there's nothing. Shall I wrap it up and we'll talk about it after then? Go on then. Amy can't bear to love her papa. 
Lorna reminisces with the doc before she succumbs to her wounds. Uh, the doc has no idea who she was. Uh, I like that scene. Where, do you remember where, uh, what's her name? <laughs> oh, where, where he's trying to work out who River is? No. No. Uh, Lorna. Do the one who made the knitting thing? And she said... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I like that scene. Do you remember when we ran? We ran. And he's like, who the fuck was that bitch? No. No idea. Sorry, <laughs> I don't remember who you are. I'm sorry. Uh, River shows up and reveals all. Um, hey. <laughs> hey. Amy pulls a gun on River and River pulls out the flannel. Uh, River is her daughter. Wow. Uh, and apparently most of the cast and crew had no idea about this reveal. They say that. I know, yeah. Appar- <laughs> no, well, apparently Moffat wrote... Rubbish. <laughs> a, a separate ending to this. To, you know... Pull everybody off the scent. Yeah. Load of crap. I know. It Load sounds, of crap. It, does, it is, isn't it? Load of crap. Can't what, what he, he... Let's make it sound way more interesting yeah. than it is. Just load of crap. You see, so you're telling me all of your crew were like, we don't know what's happening. Don't know what's happening. Bollocks. Bollocks. Even Carol I mean, they've done it. They're they're paid. They're paid to. Mm. It's like you know when you see people on DVD extras and they're like they're quite happy to be there. Yeah. But you know for a full fact they're like fucking weirdos watch this program. For a full fact. Full fact. Load of weirdos watch this program. They just hate it. Just feed them. Feed them. It's like they're paid to be there, aren't they? Yeah. Just you know um, they filmed a fake regeneration once to put people off the scent. Right. When. In Tenants run, I think. Right. I think it was around Journey's Earth, uh, Journey's End, whatever it's called. Jeez I don't end. know. It's probably in a completely different point. As you're well aware, old who's my thing, new who's yours. You really don't want to talk about this, do you? Well, not that I, d- I just don't know what's going on. I, I don't... just explained everything to you. Yeah, no, but. What's your question? Questions, come on. What happens in this? What happens? The baby's not real, and River Song is who we know she is now. Yeah. Is that it? Well, the doctor tries to say... Is that... Not really. Right, okay. Amy's been held captive there for her entire birth giving. Um, Doctor goes to save her, pulls out all his friends, and they all come to help him. Yeah. And it was almost too easy. And then the woman with the eye patch actually used the baby as bait and Mm. escaped with the baby this whole time. Right. And River's like, oh, I'm, I'm your daughter. That's the big reveal. All right. Rory just doesn't do anything. Again. Just a wet sock. Yeah. I mean, he, wet sock. Yeah. Even when he does do something, it's shit because he saves the Avatar baby, not even a real one. Rory, you shit. Mm. Thoughts? <laughs> um. There is music in this. There is. Especially in the final moments. It's very... It's, it, it's, it's Murray sound... being John Williams again, isn't it? These you Jurassic Park? Yeah. I thought it just sounds like the start of the Jurassic Park yeah. theme over and over and over again. But yeah. It's just it's just what he does. Murray right. just tries to be Murray Williams. Uh, Murray Williams. Murray Williams. Murray... Uh, John Williams. For... Fucking hell, what time is it? Um, yeah. Half ten. 
It's um, it's very watchable. Yes, a lot happens. Yeah, there's enough that uh, keeps uh, my interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the Solurian and her wife. Mm-hmm. And they do crop up quite a lot. They're great when Clara's um, around and uh, Capaldi's first episode doing yeah. that as well. Mm. Um, there's some nice dialogue. Yes. And some of it's some quite nice, funny. Nice speeches as well. Well, mm-hmm. um, River Song's in it. Um, is that plus points or minus points? Uh, Matt Smith's in it. Is that plus points or minus points? Garen Killen. She's Garen Killen. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I don't know what to what to add. Really, I didn't really get a lot out of it. Did you put a lot into it though? Mm. I mean, I watched it a few times. Yeah, I think they did a good job making it seem like there was more space than it actually was. It felt like they went to a lot of locations in this, but they didn't really. They used to. Well, sit- I thought there was only three rooms. Yeah, but well, to me anyway, it felt like it was quite a big station. See, I I had the feeling that it felt quite claustrophobic. No, bland. A bit on a budget. Look, we'll bring all these yeah. characters back, but we can't really go anywhere. Because we spent it all on them. Yeah. Um, the Ud was supposed to be in this as well. <laughs> Don't really know what to say now. I mean, I... I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say. It's... Um, Flagging. It's thinking about the story that's making me feel. This is how I felt when I was watching it. It sort of zones me out a little bit. I'm watching it, but it's all sort of. By the time I got to the end, it's in black and white and half speed. Yeah, it's like uh, what do they call that music where they they take normal songs but they slow it down, don't they? Half speed and put loads of reverb on it. Let me find it. It's this. I can't think what it's called where they do it. Where it sounds like it should be in Somalian. I can't think what they call it. They do it to loads of songs. Does it matter? It's just, it makes me feel a bit like that. All right. Not interested. I'm not not interested. I just you I, didn't I, watch I, it. I, I've just got not not. I've just not got a lot to say. I don't know. It, it just felt very middle of the roady, bland. Okay. It just felt a bit bland. I'm sorry. I, uh, it's alright. Mid season finale. Mid season filler. Hmm. Just bring a load of characters back, and it won't feel that way. That is true, isn't it? Well, I don't. Uh, I don't, I'm sure some people love it. I'm sure they do. I love it. Well, no, but I know, like it. Just remember, every episode is somebody's first episode of Who. What does that mean? As in, it's their epiphany. Right. So this this was somebody's epiphany. It was their shit. I love this. So uh, so yeah.
So we just do scores then? I mean, unless you you can mention whatever you want to mention. I don't want to push. Uh, now you bring up that topic of I don't really know what to say. Mm. There's not much going on. I'm quite in that boat now. I don't really know what else to say about it. it. No, I, do, I know. The what, music was bad in this. I will say that. I really didn't enjoy it. Oh, the, I think the main problem... So ever since we've had that discussion with Tim, or yeah. I had that discussion with Tim, we're going to get Tim back as well, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Um, ever since we've had that discussion, I've got more respect for Murray. I know it's hard to believe that, isn't it? But I think the problem is there's so much reused themes. Mm. There's just so many. It's reused all the time. It's... And it's, I think for most, for the most, for the most part, it's all re-recorded as well. It's not as if they've just got this one thing and they go, oh, we'll just use that one again." It's oh, like it's re-recorded again. I think again. it is. Yeah. What makes you think that? Because it just always, it's always a little bit different, and it tends to be like it comes as part of a piece that he's done for this for the this story. So if he's like, if he's there. I see what but you like, mean. it's not as if it's like he just goes. <laughs> it's yeah. like it doesn't just suddenly shift key and you hear no. it sort of go. Wah! It's um, maybe they write the the other music to fit into that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'd, It'd be easier just to redo it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's, it's probably he probably just yeah yeah I don't know. Well, they usually play play the episode, don't they? And then do the music while they're watching it. It's usually how they do music in film. Like they'll play the scene on a big screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, but the, all like only the conductors watch. watching it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, yeah. And everyone else watching the conductor. They're playing they? to picture. Fiddle is fiddle. I think a lot of that is more for the the producer and the director to sort of see. All oh, right. What it is, because usually they have the timestamp as well. Yeah. Just to sort of keep them. Where it's. I know Dudley, um, Dudley Simpson, mm. wrote everything in either 120 beats a minute or 60 beats a minute so that it would match with the frame. So oh, he, okay. he, he composed everything to the timestamps. Yeah. So he'd know exactly, I've got this amount of time to this amount of time. So hmm. I thought that was quite clever. I think we just wrap this one up then. Okay. Colours. Amber. Why? I would say it is eventful. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's charged. Think of it as a battery, this episode. And the amount of charge that battery's got is coming from what's come before for Matt Smith's era. And that isn't enough to fill this to the point where you get some self of some sense of wow. It's just not there. Oh, However, yeah. oh, um, I think it's constructed quite well, and I, I I do wish. And the other finale as well with the cracks in time thing, the one we reviewed last time, with the Matt Smith one, the Big Bang thing, and Big Bang, yeah, Big Bang, something like that. Did a two parter, Big Bang and. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Like then. I like how that was crafted, and it, it felt uh, like everyone was warranted to be there. 
where this was like, we need more characters to fill it up a bit. We got fifty minutes. Of <laughs> so I get that, um, but you could see the plot they were trying to weave there. But f- I think the characters themselves are weak. Not how they're played, just well, they just they're not what they, they mean to the story. Anything. No, yeah. and many of them don't even have backstories, like the slurring. I mean, she does. She was in that episode. Um, but we don't see that build of that character because the character she plays in this is completely different to the, yeah. how she was in that other episode. Completely mm. different. And obviously we don't know Jenny at all. At all. Uh, we don't know uh, Drax. He just came out of nowhere. Strax? Strax? I don't know. <laughs> um, we don't know the Patch woman. We've seen her, but we don't know her. And it's never explained as well. Uh, well, I know. It, it probably it, We're probably glossing over something that's like... Well, next Pretty big omission, that, though. Well. For us not to think, let's be fair. I think we, prob- we probably do know who she is, don't we? At the bypass woman? Yeah. No idea. I th- yeah, I know who she is, but I don't know her character. Oh, right, okay. No idea. Hmm. I'm sure there's another episode with her. Do you remember when... Uh, another Victorian London one? Do you remember the massive Cyberman? Cyberman? Do you remember that? With the red lady? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that was a tenant one. The two doctors. It's not called the two doctors. Was it? Was it? No. It can't have been a tenant one. It was a special. Te- well, two doctors with who? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It, it was tenant no, special. Tenant. In season four, I think it was the first special in season four. David Tennant and who? Um, It was a different doctor. It wasn't a doctor. In his oh, hot air balloon. Oh, the... I know what you mean. The, he's in The Walking Dead, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, God, that's where he's from. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for cleaning that up. That's always annoying. I can't think of what his name is. He's a lecturer, isn't he, in um, Liverpool, John Hope. Is he? Hmm. Why? What does he do? I don't know. Media? Film? Acting? Drama? I bet he always brings it up. I was in uh, The Walking Dead. We know. Dead. And Doctor Who. We know. I, I mean, it's from. quite nice that you, you actually, actually have somebody who's yeah. done something. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, that is nice, because in my uni, the... Who Just, are you? No. Came from uni to teach in uni. Yes. So, there we go. <laughs> but yes, that's an amber for me. Oh. Would you agree with the points I made? I do agree with the points you've raised. Uh, the panel have raised some very valid points, and I've gathered all my evidence together and come to the conclusion that I'm going for a, a light red. <laughs> okay. Only because uh, the evidence that was put forward to me mm. during the trial... Mm. Has not... Uh, oh, come on. It was just... I was just a bit bored. Okay. It's not bad. It's watchable. Yeah. When we watched it, me and Leah watched it, and I think the only comments we sort of made were like, if something bad happened, we'd look at each other, sort of like... Mm. Not so, really know what happened, though. Yeah. It's sort of... Well, this does have one of my favourite scenes, though. Where the baby pops. You do like the baby popping. Yeah. I love a good baby pop. <laughs> yeah, um, I wish it would. <laughs> it's just great. I love it. it yeah. I did I not it expect them. It's horrible. It's nice. Mind you being... Like Car- Tipex. Mind you being uh, Amy Pond there. Your mm. baby just pops. So there we are. And there we are. Now we can do your story. I thought we'd get this one out of the way, because if we did that one after yours, yeah. you'd be like, right, can't yeah, be arsed. I'd be straight out. Yeah. Straight out. Can't be arsed. Wrap it up. Right then. Mm. 
my story. Are we doing battleships this week? <laughs> we'll do it next week. You said that every week. We'll do it next week. Promise. So, my story this week. The Tomb of the Cybermen. Men. Men. From Season 5, Serial 1, aired from the 2nd to the 23rd of September, 1967. 1967. Oh my God. Didn't even know. The year my man was born. Written by Kit Pedler and Jerry Davis, directed by Morris Barry, produced by Peter Bryant, script edited by Jerry Davis, and the music is stock. Oh. Oh. It's not Dudley. Um, but it had the same music. It is four episodes yeah, long. Yeah, but I've heard this music before. Yeah, from the Moonbase. Oh, Would you like yes, a synopsis? they mention Moonbase in this, don't they? they? Do. Would you like a synopsis? Moon. How uh, far ago was the Moonbase? Season before, uh, first season, the very season, first season, uh, season ever. Uh, Trenton's first season, so season four. So the season before this, correct? I'd like a synopsis, please. Have you got one? The TARDIS arrives on the planet Telos, where an Earth archaeological expedition led by Professor Parry is trying to uncover the lost tombs of the Cybermen. So, what are your thoughts? On the tomb. Oh, come on. Of the Cybermen. It wasn't as good as you made it out to be for me. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Because you say I really like the ones you really like. Now, that's quite similar to a lot. Tomb uh, of the Cybermen. Yeah. Before we get into the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the store, this was believed lost. In 1978. But it was found in 1984. Incorrect. So (laughs) it was... um, It was believed lost in 1978. Lost or put in the bin. So it was believed... The story was believed completely missing in 1978, Mm. up until it uh, was returned to the BBC by uh, Hong Kong Television uh, in uh, 1991. The year I was born. So it was completely uh, like this was the holy grail of missing stories so uh, this was the one that if they were going to find a drone this, this was going to be the one, one to think why just it, it had so much hype and the target book was so well thought of realized yeah and it's the height of the monster season for Troughton okay this kicks off the big sort of wheeling out the big guns for Troughton mm. um and it just had a, a lot of sort of people had there was a lot of m- memories about it that made just people think that this was the one to find right so um it was released in 1992 on video and within the first week of it being on sale it outsold silence of the lambs wow that's cool they mad that isn't it when silence of the lambs come out because it could have been like 10 years before. <laughs> no. It, it out... I think it came out the same, exactly the same time. Right. So it outsold Silence of the Lambs on VHS. You don't hear that, do you? Yeah, I thought that was an interesting fact. Riveting. Yeah. Um. Now, a lot of people, much like you, don't enjoy this. Didn't say I didn't enjoy no, no, it. No, I didn't... said I didn't enjoy it as much as you. Yeah. 
a lot of people were disappointed with this when it came out on video because oh. they thought it didn't live up to the hype of nothing ever. This does. is the holy grail of stories. Yeah. Uh, I disagree. I think this is almost perfect. Okay. Very, very close. I think this is an absolute prime example of Troughton who. So you've got later stuff like the War Games. Fantastic. Ten yeah, parter. We haven't seen that. We haven't seen that yet. Ten parter. Oh it's glorious. You've got the Invasion. Yeah. I like but, the Invasion. But a lot of those are... Invasion. Per- Great Circus in the Galaxy. Show. Show. What did I say? Circus. Great Circus in the Galaxy. <laughs> Kazan and Zani. Those They're are my the big, big three, three, are they? Yeah. But I've seen. a lot of the the later Troutons feel Pertwee, just with Trouton in them. I'm waiting for a really good banger of a Pertwee episode. I'm waiting for that. Mm. One I love. Well, so so this is, I think this is a perfect example of like really early Trouton, mm. prime Trouton, of like this is what his era is all about. I think it's it a great example of It starts in the same way as every Trouton episode. Look how big that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are all these knobs for? I think that's, that's great, that scene as well. So, let's break the story down a little bit. Mm. So, the TARDIS materialises in the future on the planet Telos, where the time travellers meet an Earth archaeological expedition led by Professor Parry, but financed by Kaftan and Klieg from the Brotherhood of Logicians. <laughs> <laughs> so they are excavating a tomb yeah. where the last Cybermen are rumoured to have been buried mm. okay the logo for the Cybermen yes very kids stencil book you know my first stencil book I, I think it's great my first stencil I think it makes no sense because why would the Cybermen bother with that like who put that up well, I think it's always good to have a sigil mm. to warn off enemies. Oh, yeah. Or it, to strike fear in your foes. Or to say, I work there. Yeah, I work there. You know, the one with the big... Um, I think that opening scene is not the... You, well, the story opens, doesn't it, with that shot of the TARDIS, the like wobbly... Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that picture. It's very weird. Like, the outside of the TARDIS, it's like doing that. A lot of the... I love the. Uh, what I noticed as well, there's a a little hair at the bottom of the screen. Oh, is right, there? Yeah, a little hair. Nice. A, a lot of the, the, the most of the story. Brilliant. And I, I have noticed that. Just a little, hair. <laughs> a little twiddle. But when we first get onto the Telos surface, yeah. so to speak, I think that scene's brilliant of them blowing up the mountainside. Are uh, we just ignoring the actors? I think the guest cast in this yep. are probably some of the strongest guest cast. Do we watch the same thing? thing? Who do, go on? Right. The woman companion. Victoria. The guest cast, but awful. Really? I like Victoria. Okay. She gets... I think she gets a bit of a tough time, really, because... She's I, funny to watch, yeah, yeah, but she's, she's not great. great. Um... 
the guest cast, we've got two American guys. One is American. No, none of them are American. No, I know that. <laughs> One's like saying, I'm American. The ship's fucked. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, that. So, yeah, I think Victoria's fine. This is her first real story. She was in Evil of the Daleks, coming out next month. Um, Speaking of steelbooks, how to make a steel? Is there a steelbook of this? No. I know what uh, what uh, at least the inside would be, or the back. Go on. Oh, should I just tell you now? Yeah, go on. You know the final shot? No, one of the final shots of, uh, I, I don't know the character's name, the big guy. Oh, Toberman closing the door. And the Cyberman trying to... Yeah. That, an artistic representation of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Tomb of the Cyberman. <laughs> and trying to get out. That's awesome. I love That's that. So... What do, what do you think of the guest cast, then? Can I say that final shot as well? Go on. I don't know what they did with the scaling or how they, they, they did it. What, what's it called? Disney do, do it loads, where the, it's got... Oh, like uh, uh, paintings on either side to make it look bigger. Yeah, I can't remember what that, that's Cyclorama. called. Cyclorama, no. Panorama, no. Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, no, it's annoying, that. It's like point of view referencing. It's, yeah. It's, it makes things look bigger. I don't know. But that Simon at the end looks massive compared to the big guy. Yeah. Well, there is a bit of a lip there, isn't there? Yeah. From where the bottom of the door is set in. Yeah. There is quite a bit of a drop. But even like in bulk. Yeah. In girth, it looks bigger. Yeah. Awesome shot. I love that at the end. Sorry, guess Sorry. Cast. So, don't go, poly- go on. What did you think of, you know? You'd have to remind me who they are. So, if we sort of walk through them, we'll start with Kaftan and Kleek. They're the two, the two foreigners, basically. Well, uh, I don't know what they're supposed to be. Well, one's the guy who turns on the other guys, isn't he? Well, Eric Kleek is George Pastel, and I think he's Greek, but his accent isn't that. And Kaftan is Shirley Cooklin and she <laughs> I'm trying to Cooklin <laughs> so Eric Kleeg and Kaftan sort of single them out that way a little bit Eric Kleeg is the one who turns against everyone else isn't, isn't he yes I liked him he, the, he's acted well yeah, I think he's, he's great. He's acted well. He's a kaftan. Yeah, kaftan. She looks ill. <laughs> well, she's... Uh, she's I, deficient in something. Well, I, I don't know what their ethnicity is supposed to be. Because it's not made clear. They're just foreign, aren't they? I think that's mysterious and foreign. And she has that servant. Now, this is a boner contention, isn't it? with this story and it's the racist element that effectively he's a servant isn't he to Kaftan that is made worse by the fact it, it is a black actor who's playing a servant in the far flung future which doesn't seem to really make sense but worse that he sort of he doesn't speak either so he's this sort of Tarzan kind of... Yeah, but not really, does when he? When he gets mind control, he doesn't yeah. you know, turn into a cyber 
man sort of well, thing. Well, uh, Toberman He's was... a servant throughout this to yeah. whoever... Whoever tells him what yeah. to do. Well, he was originally intended to be deaf, which is why he doesn't really speak. Right. His hearing aid, he was supposed to have a hearing aid, mm. that, would gonna, that was going to foreshadow the partial transformation into a Cyberman. So these That's elements, cool. I like that. those things are in the book. Yeah, but they're not on the telly. Um, but the, uh, it is, it's awkward, isn't it? Looking back on it now, it is it is awkward. It, yeah, I don't know what to say. There's leave not it. really. Leave yeah, it. There's not a lot to say. There's not a lot to say. Um. So yeah. Uh, what about Professor Parry? Now, I always assumed Professor Parry wasn't Welsh, but he is a Welsh actor. He's like the leader of the group, isn't he? He is. I think he's really good. Yeah. Um, and then I think the only other ones... The, are... Especially his speech. Sort of speech. When they yeah, say, yeah. right, well, get the research we can, but we're going home. Yeah. We're going home. Um, I think he's really strong. And then yeah, the only other one, really, I think, to bring up at the start of this is uh, Cyril Shapps playing Viner brilliant he always is I didn't really remember him to be honest oh he's great is he yeah he's great in everything in all of the episodes of who he's been in he's in Tomb of the Cybermen Ambassador to Death uh, Planet of the Spiders and is it Android Invert no Androids of Tara Oh, yeah, so he, um, John Viner tries to turn off a machine, doesn't he, or something? Yeah. And he gets shot. It's horrible, that. So, let's carry on a bit with the story. Um, the deranged Klieg, who seeks uh, allies in his plans for world domination, revives the Cybermen, but the tombs are a trap meant to provide the Cybermen with victims to convert into Cybermen. Do we ever actually see someone in old who get turned into a Cyberman? We did in Attack of the Cybermen. Like a full-on Cyberman. What like do you mean? they get turned into a Cyberman. Like uh, a character no. we see earlier on, no, later no. on, he's a Cyberman. No. Right, okay. Because that happens in New Who, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, the body horror thing. I did my duty. Did my duty. Oh, God. Um, I'll carry on with the story. Go for uh, it. Victims. The party escapes, but the Cybermen retaliate by sending them. No. The. Pa- no. The party is. No. The party escapes, but the Cybermen retaliate by sending after them Cybermats, little metallic creatures capable of homing in on brainwaves. The Doctor jams the Cybermats. Captain and Klieg attempt to force the Cybermen to help them, but are killed. Toberman, Kaftan's giant servant whose arms have been converted, dr- destroys the cyber controller, enabling the humans to escape again. The Cybermen are refrozen by the Doctor. End. Finn. What are your thoughts then on the story? Let's let's go a bit more to like. You, so what did you you said it didn't live up to what I said about it, or like what I like to exaggerate quite a lot anyway. So. Wow. So, it was a big bomb. It was massive. It was so loud. The sheep were... Megaton bomb. Um, 
so what did you think of it? Is that right? What what? Uh, let's get rid of the things you didn't like. Victoria, right? Awful. Okay. Do you remember in this? I, I do remember in this. I've, I've very very fond and strong memories of this story. Just reminds me of being ill. Ill. If I was ever ill from school, yeah. this would be the one to watch with Dippy Soldiers. This had a really strong beginning. I'd say I was hooked instantly. If I had to sum up this in one word, I'd say it's filmic. It feels like a film. Cinematic. Filmic, I'm going to go with, because it sounds shit. Um, It just just feels like a film. Uh, Yeah, especially with the... Had Jason the Argonaut vibes, when they explode the cliff face. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know know what it was about. The sets are huge as well. The sex... Massive. The sets. Yes. They're just massive. They look all right as well. They look great. Yeah, they do. Um, with the mind control, with Jamie's... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How did they do that? I don't know. It's projector, projector. probably, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it still looks great. Yeah, I think it, I think it, it's great. The, the dialogue is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, well, I can't... St- you know, you hate the Cybermen stomping around in New Who. Yeah. I hate how the Cybermen talk. Side oh, in all two. Oh, I think I, I think it's brilliant. I think. Do you know? I put it on Twitter a while ago. I think that the. Uh, oh, you get it on there. Um, the cliffhanger to episode one is probably the best cliffhanger in old who. Yeah. See all the hairs at the bottom. Oh yes, I've never noticed that before. There you go. God, it looks great as well. That, like, stuff like that's freaky. I love stuff like that. What, when he's in the... Um, I love that music. I really love that music. Space Adventure theme is brilliant. Do you know what? If I... When they call, not if, when, when they call and they say, listen, Sagan's gone. Chibnall's taken in. Yeah. Can you give us hand? We need we need it sorted. You'd imagine trying 100% to bring that. I'd bring things like that back. Yeah. Even Why wouldn't you though? Well, I just don't know. Like I just think it'd be great. You get a shot of the Cybermen somewhere. Mm. You don't have to do the Yeah, but, but something you'd, similar. I just do the I just think it'd just be like yeah. amazing just little nods you haven't got to put the whole thing in no but just sort of suggest it little hints little beats but to play to the end of that scene we'll say uh, a lot of um, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima hmm. in Japan it's about samurai yeah um, a lot of uh, shots in this especially like that one you ever seen oh it's just great it's great in it uh, you ever seen like samurai ar- armor in a museum, like sat down, yeah, yeah, yeah. or stuff like that? Scary stuff. I think uh, when they open that bottom, it's like they're inspired by that. And he's sat there with his head in his hands, isn't it? Yeah, like, horrible. It's great. They are scary in this. Yeah, like, I think scary. That, like uh, it shut me up as a kid. They're threatening yeah. in this. They've got a, they've got a very strong that, presence. Yeah, and they don't have like fluffs as well. Where um, 
what was the Sideman one we did? Not we did. The the last Sideman one we reviewed. Of old who? Uh, yeah. Uh, Attack of the Sidemen, wasn't it, I think? Uh, Colin Baker one. Yes. Where like they're whacking off the heads easily. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a bit. And they have like fluffs with a side man. You can just tell they're people in suits. I think like the side. I don't know man... how they did it in this. Like obviously, people in suits. It's a shitter suit. Mm, yeah, but I, yeah, it's more convincing. I don't understand. I, do, I just don't think the side man. All the Daleks have been as good as they were in black and white. Hmm. They're just so strong. That does help. Yeah. But place the end of the scene. I love the line, the cyber controller's line at the very end of this. Where's the bomb? I put it there. I love the silence. I'm Klieg. Very Klieg. I have brought you back to life. We of the logicians. I have to put subtitles on because I have no idea what the Cyberman is saying. You're alive because of us. Now you will help us. We need He's huge. Yeah, he's like massive. They could be on you need steps. Our so. mass intelligence. Are you listening? Do you understand me? Now that Just I have released wait. you. Ah! Fuck. Oh, missed it. It was This. Brilliant. Lingers I, as well. I just think it's great. Just watches you. That's so strong. Mm. So, I think that uh, it's just such a strong cliffhanger. Yeah. I can't think of what the word was. Just that lingering face. Yeah. So, it's stuff that they gave you that. So, uh, you can. Keep it in your mind for later when you're trying to go to sleep. Oh, it's just great. Yeah. It's re- It's just so strong. It's, mm. it's, it's brilliant. It's shot so well as well, I think. It is. Morris I, would, Barry I was trying to pause it on a bit where um, the cyber controller is like looming over yeah. that guy. Over Cleek. Yeah. It's light on his face. I love it when he grabs his arm because mm. his head doesn't move. He doesn't move at no. all, but his arm just grabs mm. him perfectly. It's so good. So good. Obviously, the shot at the end that I talked about. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's just great. And I love that we see the outside of the doors, don't we, when they open the doors. Mm. But then when we're in, like, the main room upstairs, at the top of the hatch, you can see out of the doors onto the planet. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I think it's, I think it's a great idea. Mm. It just adds that... Depth. Space. Because yeah. if you have the clo- door closed, it's just sort of... It's that illusion, isn't it? I think it's great. It's nice. It's a nice bridge between yeah. sets, isn't it? And that all of the sets are great. Yeah. They are. I mean... Fun. Yeah. Oh, they're just great. I want to talk about episode three. Well, the doors outside. Hmm. Uh, get vibes of... The Trout episode with all the bubbles. We're trying to get through the door. Do you remember that? With all the bubbles trying to get through the... Oh, the um, Seeds of Death. Yes. Seeds of Doom. Seeds of Death. Vibes of that. Yeah. Big vibes. I don't know if it's the same set. Probably not. But No. no. But um, I think that's oh, it's a great scene, that as well. Mm. I like... Well, well, we'll come to that. But I, okay. want to, I want to talk about episode three. All right, then. The scene with the Doctor in Victoria. Where 
Victoria's saying about how she misses her dad mm. and the doctor's like trying to comfort her. Yeah. I think that is a perfect example of how you do the slower moments for Doctor Who. Mm. So I'm going to read you, I'm going to read you mm. the line, like the, the, the end part of that little monologue that Troughton does to Victoria. And I'm going to ask you something, okay? Mm-hmm. So she says, I bet you can't remember your family or something. And she says, oh, yes, I can when I want to. And that's the point. Really, I have to really want to to bring them back in front of my eyes. The rest of the time, they sleep in my mind. And I forget. And so will you. And he says, oh, yes, you will. Well, who said that? Troughton. Troughton. Yeah. So Victoria's dad's dead from the past story. Gone. And he's saying... She's saying, oh, I'll never forget him, and da-da-da-da. Mm. She's, you know, I'll never stop thinking about him. So he says, oh, yes. She said, can you, I bet you can't even remember your family being so old. He says, oh, yes, I can, when I really want to. And that's the point, really. I have to really want to, to bring them back in front of my eyes. The rest of the time, they sleep in my mind, and I forget. And so will you. You'll find... You'll find there's so much else to think about. So remember, our lives are different to anybody else's. And that's the exciting thing. There's nobody in the universe can do what we're doing. Hmm. I think that's a gorgeous scene, that. It's a quote to put on the box, isn't it? Well, I think it's a perfectly played scene, both parties. I think Deborah Watlin playing Victoria is flawless in that scene. Hmm. Troughton, flawless in that scene. He's great in the whole story. He's just... He's absolutely excellent. Yeah. Excellent. He always is. Hmm? It just always is. He's never, ever puts a foot wrong. Even with Colin in Two Doctors. Yeah. He's different. He's great. He's different. But he's never... Tired. He's never bad. No. He's never, ever bad. No. But going back to that scene, imagine now... If they took that scene word for word and put it into Jodie's era, right? Hmm. I guarantee they you... Did. And I have an example of a similar scene. Okay. Very similar scene. Well, I, I guarantee you, if they took that scene yeah. word for word and put it in Jodie's era, everybody would say, well, what a stupid thing. So you've just got to forget about your dead family, yeah? That's it. Just forget about him and just move on. Hmm. Uh, ha- I don't, this is one of the things that annoys me sometimes. Well, that Go on. hasn't happened yet. Well, it, it sort of has. Oh? Well, there's there's a scene, isn't there, where... Spoiler? Uh, no, don't, it's not really a spoiler, but... Um, Jodie's comforting Ryan, I think. Or Ryan's, uh, it's something like that, and he and she just basically says, "Just well, just get on with it." Hmm. It just dismisses it. But I imagine, I just think, God, is it just because it's Jody that people are just picking? Probably, a yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, pointless. there's a scene with Capaldi and Ed Shielder, uh-huh. and this is, I think, the second part of the two-part. Yeah. Um. And they're in the library, Ed Shields' library, I think. Right. Or they broke into it. No, it is Ed Shields' library. And uh, just 
talking about how old she is now and trying to remember things and trying to remember the people she loves. And yeah. Cavalli's like, oh, you got to remember. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I can't be asked. And it's just, it's handled in a very different way. Similar subject. Mm. It's a very different way. And it just comes across shallow. Yeah. And a bit boring. It's just That's how you handle it. It's just great. I always mm. like that scene. Yeah. I think it, I just think it's so good. It it makes what could be a five minute scene a nice short two minute scene. It just it's po- uh, po- poignant. It does put the brakes on. But in a good to. way. Yeah. It's like Which was similar to the Jody episode we did. Um it's not a Schranger conundrum. Or is it? Yeah, it is. The hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That had places where it put the brakes on. Yeah. Um, but say with the episode we just did. Good, good man, man goes, goes to, to war. To war. <laughs> um, didn't really put the brakes on at all. No, it was pretty... F- well, not full on, but it was... It kept going doing and going stuff, and going. wasn't it? And... The result of it was just shallow characters, and we didn't really get the weight of any situation that was going on. Well, I think with this story, you do feel like you know, you know them all. Yeah, I think. It's, yeah, it does a really good job. Even it, though there's there's a lot of them, yeah. really. Oh, uh, just in the first episode when they're all in uh, the room, Joe, when you first open those doors, mm. um, uh, just the blocking of the scene. Where you've got all the characters on the left and the right, it's just and yeah. uh, Troughton in the middle. It's like all it's like a triangle. All the 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 lines, yeah. On it, like the the characters on either side are creating a that intersecting lines that all point towards Troughton because mm. they're all looking for him to, for answers, and the audiences as well. Well, just amazingly well shot. I, I want to touch so on the nice. Doctor in this story. Go on. Well. He's very manipulative in this mm. because he knows exactly what's going on. A good example is the one of the final scenes with the cunt who goes against everyone else and tries to with Cleeg. Yeah, Cleeg. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the power that's sitting yeah. among the gut. Oh, well, just... now I know you're yeah. mad. It's oh, it's it's excellent, but mm. I've got to stop saying that. Well, the first hint of it, I think we get is. Where he says, "Oh, you're trying to open the doors, are you?" Hmm. But the, the, well, the thing is, it's like what—it's not very clear what he's trying to do, because he's making it easy for them to get to the Cybermen, hmm. but he doesn't want them to. But he helps them every step yeah. of the way because he's making them do it. Like when Cleeg's trying to open. Well, no, the I hatch, think he's doing that so the Cybermen can convert them. Because that's his job, isn't it? That was their deal. Well, oh shit. Well, to lead them to the Cybermen so they can get to the Cybermen can take over them. Well, uh, the Doctor. Oh, you're talking about the Doctor? Yeah. I thought you were talking about the other guy. No. Okay. So, when Cleeg is trying to open the hatch mm. and he's worked out all of the twiddly bits to do. Yeah. The Doctor, as he's as Cleeg's opening all of the switching all the switches and pulling the levers. Yeah. The doctor goes over, doesn't he, and pushes one other one yeah. to make the hatch open. Yeah. It's sort of... It's not very clear why he's doing it. My feeling is that he's trying to teach the humans a lesson that this is a bad idea. Mm. So go fuck yourself and you watch what happens. Mm. That's how I read it. 
Because even things like, I think every step of the way, he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Well, you've done it to yourselves now. Because when when they're first outside and he gets electrocuted, doesn't he, on the door and falls over, and then the doctor says, well, there's no electric, the doors are fine now, Mm. and he can't open the door, you can see Troughton, you can see his foot on the door at the bottom because the door would just open. Yeah. People say that's a mistake. I think that might be deliberate. I think well, it's no, like, well, look... Jamie I, couldn't get open either. Well, yeah, and his foot's on the door. Jamie's foot's on the door. Oh, it sounds like a mistake, to be honest. Uh, it does sound like a mistake, but... It like, also works in stories. Well. I like to think of it that yeah. his foot's on the door. It's like, well, I can't open it, so yeah. is there any point? Oh, you're going to do it, are you? Right, mm. we're, we're going there. We're going there, are we? I, I think it's great. It's a nice... It's a nice side to Troughton that we don't really see, that he's sort of manipulative. But he doesn't want anything bad to happen. But if you're going to do it, well, serves you right. Yeah. For me, I just assumed it was just curiosity. Well, I suppose. It's it's also, it's not very clear. How do they know that the Cybermen are there? We're searching well, that for the... brings me to the point where, like, this just wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Because the story's just not amazing. It's just very cut and paste, and there you go. It's sort of the mummy, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's made really well, but the yeah. story itself is... Well, I think the story's great. It's all right. It is the mummy, though, isn't it? Well, sort of, yeah. It's sort of booby-trapped, sort of. And the guy tries to be chummy yeah. with the mummy, and then... You know. Chummy with the mummy. It's the mummy. So, Kleeg... Clegg. Nick Clegg. Is Eric, it? No. Oh. Eric Clegg. Yeah. He's come to... He's come on the expedition because they're going to search for the Cybermen. He's come for the Cybermen's power. Now, you assume that that means their... For their strength, as in to use them as an army... But then there's that scene, isn't there, where the cyber controller says, we'll give you some of our power... What does he say? We'll uh, give you some of our power devices. So it's batteries. But that it, uh, that doesn't really make sense. Would it not be the little insect things? Well, no. Well, no. But we'll get on to those now. So that's not very... I don't think that's very clear, but... Let's ignore that and go with the Cybermats. What are your thoughts on the Cybermats? They do crop up a few times in Who. Three times, I think. They're in New Who, aren't they? I don't know. I'm sure there was an Easter egg to one. I think they've... In, um... I always forget the names. The one where... Rory has to wait 2000... Oh, it's the the Big Bang and the other one. You know where Amy Pond's stuck in the tombs? Where the big black Pandora box is? Pandorica. Yeah. And a Cyberman head attacks her. Yeah. I'm sure there's one in there. I like don't... Like an Easter egg to one. I don't know. Because I feel like I've seen them before. Maybe. I don't know. What are Cybermats? I don't really know. I always assumed that they like were sort face of... Like Well, they... They home in on brainwaves. Mm. Got black nose. They home in 
on brainwaves. Hmm. And as far as I can tell, they don't really do anything. Why well, so? Especially the cliffhanger is like they're basically face huggers. So, well, so they'll when they get to your brain, they'll mind control you to be like a Cyberman. They won't fully convert maybe. you, but that's what the cliffhanger was like. Because the the side map was going towards Toblerone. What's yeah, his name? Toberman. The side map was going towards Toberman. It was on the floor, and then it, the camera rose up to the sigil. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's just what they do. Well, in uh, Revenge of the Cybermen, the mm. Cybermat is used to sort of, um, you know, in Moonbase where they get that virus. Mm. In Revenge of the Cybermen, it's the Cybermats that transfer the virus. So you mm. sort of get bitten by the... Like rats. Yeah. Cyber rats. Chibnall's straight in on that. Yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> it's... Um, it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, it's not very clear what they are. They, I think they're completely robotic. Mm. But then their eyes... Have you seen their eyes bulge? Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's like a squishy. Yeah, mm. uh, I don't mind the Cybermats. I think the design's very memorable. Mm-hmm. Well, it must be because I remembered it. I thought it wasn't that episode. I don't think it is. I've seen them somewhere. But um, yeah, are they little RC cars or something? Maybe. Yeah, they. Are. Oh, yeah, they are remote control. There's some of them are pull back and let go. You know the mm. whatever that is. Uh, and some of them are remote control. The slow ones are remote control. The mm. unbelievably fast ones are the pull back and go. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, what do you think of the tombs? The tombs. The tombs. I understand why they call them tombs. It's like a Christmas calendar, isn't it? It's great. That'd be a good Christmas calendar. It would calendar, be good, wouldn't that wouldn't it? Team and Cyberman get a different Cyberman every time. Mm. Um, I like it. I like how old who messes around with Cybermen emerging from things or smashing through things. I like mm. that. Um, just wasn't when I was. I, it's a tomb, isn't it? Yes. I got what I what I, I thought I'd get. Yes. But I just thought it'd be you know big, big. Yeah. It is pretty big. It is pretty big, to be fair. Well, I think, what do we get? We see, like, five stories. Yeah, it is big, but... The scene as well, you know, when they're breaking out and mm. they're, like, cracking their way through the mm. cling film. Um, that was all done in one take as well. Fucking hell. So, them breaking out, and coming down, down the letting him out, him walking <sighs> forward. It's just something about Cybermen, like, really, really trying to stay away from making them do, like, more human things, like climbing up and down ladders and stuff like that. See, I, I disagree. I think the problem is with the Cybermen is that they're, they're made to just be robots, but they're not robots. What's wrong with Cybermen and who? What went wrong? I, they just haven't got it right. Not at all. It's just Mr. Mark. But they got one thing right. I think it's, it's, it's that they're... But what do you say, body horror thing? Yeah, they got the, that yeah, right because yeah. Emma, the you know conversion Emma, thing. Yeah, Emma can't watch any of the Cyberman ones because she one of her phobias is something like do you know, like half human, half robot things. Tim said exactly it. the same thing. Yeah, oh, he did. Tim's can't stand biggest it. fear from Doctor Who was mm. the Cybermen, the fear that they break into the house. Really do it, but knew who really 
you know, the, the devices that go into your ear and you pull them out. Oh, like yeah, yeah. And, well, and just seeing the process of them getting changed into Cybermen. Yeah, I think the Cybermen are probably my favourite villain. They, I love the idea. I just always think the execution is a bit crap. Yeah, I mean, it, they look cool in this. Um, the i yeah, the idea of them is excellent. Yeah, it's this great. race that sort of all they're trying to do is just survive. Mm. That's all they're doing. Mm. Which, in that sense, it's sort of like they're not evil. I think a nice spin on it for New Who that they could have done is that they're not evil. They think they're helping you. They did that. Have they done that? Sort of. Even in that, you know, the John Lumen guy. Like, oh, the John They all Lumen thought thing. they were advancing. Sort of. I just think, I think they could do a bit it's more upgraded. with that. It's upgraded. Yeah. It's upgrading. I th- yeah, I think. They but they're it. just robots. They're just robots. Yeah. I think they miss a trick that all the Cybermen are, are people in cybernetic bodies that have had their emotions cut. Well, I did my duty. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I just think... I think something could be done quite nicely with that, that the Cybermen, they think they're doing good. Like, they're helping you to survive forever. Like, we're helping you to live on. But... They definitely do that near here. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, I'm sure that's even quoted. How is that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, now I look like Especially an when the Cybermen... Turn on John Lumen in that episode. Lumic. Lumic. I'd say, oh, you know, this was the deal. Yeah. You'll be changing to a cyber leader. I do. I I really like the Cybermen. Uh, I, th- I think they're great. I think it's such a great idea. I think the design is pretty much great. It's I've, all... You know, all the designs I'm not a fan of. Really? Yeah. I think... It just doesn't... I like the head in Tomb. But I prefer what, what are the handles for? I don't know. But I think I I like the the bodies more when they start using the wetsuits. So I think they use the wetsuits next. Hmm. There's wheel in space. I think is the first time of the wetsuits and these heads. But they've got the teardrop, and then after oh, that, the teardrops. It's the invasion, which is that one. Yeah. And then it stays the same pretty much for um, revenge. And then it changes for the eighties. I just don't like the design. I don't know what I did well, to improve it. Have but... you seen the the new one? I put it up on Twitter the other day. It was a leaked new one? No, no, it's um, it's for a big finish, and it's a Christopher Eccleston story because he's come back now. He needs to do big finish. If you could delete all of Big Finish, would you do it? No. Okay. Because people love it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Dong, 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 dong. What do you think of that redesign? No, no. Is it a minor? Well, I think it's. I think it's pretty good. I'm it's, not sure it's just the, the, the actual just template for a Cyberman with the handles and the. I just think you should do they could just do more with it. I don't know I don't really know. Oh shit. Um I don't know. I the know. way I always think of uh, how to design a monster for Doctor Who. Imagine 
you're 12 years old, you're in bed, it's 3 a.m., you can't get to sleep, what would be the most horrific thing you'd see at the bottom of your bed? Cyberman. I think it'd be, it's horrible. That human shape, but it's not quite right. Yeah. Oh, it's just... But then again, the Daleks is a great design. Because... It's a dustbin. I really wouldn't be arsed if I saw that bomb on bed. Yeah, but it's so alien, isn't it? It's, it just glides. It's cool, because you've never seen anything like it before. No. I really like that about it. Um, and it's very hard to update. I don't know what it is about Cyberman. I wish I could put my finger on it. I, I Basically, I think I, I want to go more horror aspect on it, which you can't really do because it's family. Family. Well, Ascension of the Cybermen sort of got that with... What's his name? Ashad? Asad? The the Cyberman... The rogue Cyberman. Or last, I can't remember what they call it. There's a Cyberman in that. Have you seen him? And you can see his face. Like the mask's snapped. No. Have a look. What, what is it? Uh, put Ascension of the Cybermen. I hated the design at first, but after watching it today, I don't mind it. But it does play quite well into that sort of, there are people in there. I think that's the thing that gets forgotten. Oh, is this a spoiler? No, no, it's just the, it's the character. He's in a couple of episodes. Oh, him. Yeah. Um. No. No, I, I, just, I think my least favourite... I like the design of that rustic Cyberman. Oh, he's got the 10th planet arm. Oh, is so it? It's like bits and bobs of everything. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I really like that idea. Um, No, that's a, just the wrong way to go. When you can see the face of the Cyberman. No. And I fucking hated when we saw... James Corden. Oh, my God, no. That's... No. When we saw um Clara's boyfriend. Oh, Danny God, Pink. yeah, yeah. Awful. We, the the thing you'd least want to do is show an actual face under that. It's whole like what is under there. See, I I don't mind mystery. it. And I hated what the invasion did. Uh, with prisoners and whacking off heads. That's the invasion, isn't it? No. Attack inside. Me. Attack. Right. I hate what attack did. Where it's empty in there. Mm. I don't know what I want, but I just feel like I want it more horrific. Well, I can't. I like... it's, it's a horrific thing to think of. Well, that's why I quite like... Th- well, we haven't touched on the controller in this. Big ad. Yeah, it's sort of a brain in there. It does light up, but apparently the battery just kept running out constantly. Leave it. Leave it. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Michael Kil... It's Michael Kilgariff that plays the cyber controller. Mm-hmm. And he comes back in Attack of the Cybermen to play it for no apparent reason. Because mm. no reason at all. I, I think it's great. Mm. I just think it's great. I don't know what, to, don't know what else to say. I got big ears. He's big. He looks like the leader. Yeah, he, he's big. He acts like the leader as well. Yeah. Um... Don't know. So I don't know what to say. Well, I think I think we just need to sort of move on. Yeah, you know, wrap up. I think a big, big part of this is down to the design of the sets and the story in general. It's Martin Johnson that did all of the design work for it, hmm. 
I think the tombs are iconic. I think the sets are iconic. Even mm. upstairs where the top of the hatch is, where you've got that sort of clock thing yeah. on the wall with like triangle and square. And I, yeah, I don't get that. I think it's great. Someone designed that. Yeah. It's great. It's excellent. It's excellent. It's, so, it is all of it's lovely. Yes. Besides the story. So, oh, see, I, I like the story. I think the idea of it's great that they sort of... It is a cool idea, the tomb. That they're, they're frozen yeah. forever. But they've, the plan oh. was that they knew somebody would come here. So yeah. they made the trap so complicated that only like the best of the best would mm. get there. It's Which brilliant. would make a good Sandman. Yeah. Don't know. But there's not like twists or turns or anything like that, apart from the guy who like betrays everyone else. Yeah. It's a bit cut and dry. I don't know. Well. Don't know. So, I'll go first on this one. It, it seems like just to be steady throughout as well. There's yeah. like peaks and troughs and stuff like that. You know, it's just a very steady story throughout mm. with the beats and the pacing, which is good. Yeah. It just didn't wow me. Not like the others. Especially Great Show in the Galaxy. I mean, that story. Oh, God. <laughs> No, I love it because it's so shit. Right, well, I'm going to go first. Um, green. I'm going to go green. <laughs> I'm going to go green. I'm going to... it is great. It is. It's excellent. There's no doubt about that. It's, it's excellent. Not like, it's not one of my favourites. For me, it's it's almost flawless. Mm. Like, uh, if I had a gold sticker, I think we should give ourselves five golds that we can use. Wow. Well, I've already used three of mine. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Caves, right? Yeah. I'd, uh, Great, isn't it? This is excellent. Attack of the... This, this is what Doctor Who is to me. This... A- Attack of the Cybermen was better than this. Do you think? Why wouldn't you think so? D- just because this is glorious. you've got Troughton and that horrific... No. I thought it was Troughton. Attack of the Cybermen. Yeah. With Colin Baker... No, not that one, the other one. The Invasion. The Invasion. I think The Invasion was so much better than this. Uh, not so much better, but it was better. Uh, the Invasion is fantastic. It's brilliant. It's unbelievable. You get everything you want in that. But the Cybermen aren't really in that. It's more Vaughn. That's true. Um, but, but, I mean, oh, I just don't it's think horses the Cybermen, for Cybermen stand on their own. It is difficult they're emotionless villains. This, I think this is probably the best Cyberman story. Yeah. Have you noticed the Cyberman can't just be on their own? They always need some other thing leading them on. Well, this is why I think this one stands out. Yeah, but you've still got that villain. The, the guy who betrays yeah, us. Yeah, but he, he doesn't really have any impact on them. That's true. Because they're just doing true. their thing. I will say this is the most horrific Cyberman I've ever been. Like, Yeah. The scary. Yeah, yeah, it's just they're so big. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's just great, menacing. Uh, yeah, so green all the way. Yes, I agree. But it doesn't matter what we think. Should we do some feedback? Yeah. Send us your feedback. Send us your
what am I reading then? When we going? So, well, we got quite a bit of feedback, but it's more of a sort of conversation after the first two. I'll go first. Well, just before we do, go on. Go on. No, go on. What were you going to say? I just, uh, Keith sent us in some feedback yeah. for last week's story. Oh. For Turn Left. And for some reason, I completely missed it. So I'm just going to read that out first. Okay. Turn Left is an amazingly bleak piece of who. Almost threads like in its atmosphere. And even more disturbing in today's world where we see how governments respond to emergencies. The fate of the uh, Italian family is genuinely chilling. Russell T. Davis at his best. No. Uh, that story's already gone out of my head. I can't really Turn comment. Left. Yeah. That's when we were talking about um, the Holocaust and stuff like that. Like, oh, why are you yeah, putting yeah. that in, Russell? Well, I, I do like how the government reacts in those situations. It makes it feel more down to earth, not how it reacts. Into- I love it. With I love camps. No. Go on. I like. Luke Morris. I like how uh, Russell involves the government in that. In a realistic sense, even though it's not realistic at all. No. But it's more of like... It's not just villains we need to worry about. It's the government as well. Mm. Going against everyone. I like that. But anyway. But no, too far, Russell. I really don't like that. Go on then. You can read Keith's uh, feedback on this one. So Keith says... Also, sorry about uh, that omission last week but this week Keith has to say about Tomb what I still remember the excitement waiting for the VHS of Tomb to be released then being outside Woolworths at 9 in the morning to buy it it still feels amazing it was found well yeah this is the earliest I'm trying to think is it this is the earliest full Trouton story we've got. Yeah. Full... St- Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. This is mad. This is the first full story that we have of Trouton. Correct. Existing. Well, thanks for that, Keith. Thanks, I mean, Keith. I wasn't born at that point. I was. You weren't. Neither uh, the time I, 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 nor I, I, the space... Have you read, Keith? Neither the time nor the space podcast. Or neither. Or neither. I was crucified on our podcast... For this opinion, but Tomb of the Cybermen is less enjoyable than the Twin Dilemma. Mm. At least A Good Man Goes to War is an enjoyable watch. Tomb of the Cybermen is honestly my least favourite classic Who story I've seen. I really didn't like it. Well, shit. I know it's an extremely unpopular opinion, but it's like the Emperor's New Clothes. I just don't see the attempt... The- Sorry? I just don't... I just don't see the attraction everyone else seems to. Tomb of the Cybermen isn't as great as everyone says. Twin Dilemma isn't as bad as everyone says. I wonder if me having no nostalgia for Classic Who is a key factor. If I was asked to choose one to sit down and watch today, I'd pick Twin Dilemma in an instant. Well, I think Twin Dilemma is shit. You haven't seen that yet, have you? Um... I wouldn't go as far. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far to say it was uh, not enjoyable to watch for me. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I strongly disagree. But thank you for the <laughs> for the feedback. It's nice that somebody, you know, yeah. doesn't enjoy it. Yeah, won't just isn't a sheep. Yeah, just fucking like flocking you. around. 
So all of the remaining uh, bits of feedback are all in response <laughs> to that. Ah, uh, okay. To that piece of feedback. Well, the Doctor Who Show podcast says both stories have questionable content, such as Toberman in the tomb and Perry being strangled and manhandled in Dilemma by the show's hero. Crazy stuff. But of the two, Tomb leaves a lot of iconic imagery and ideas behind. I don't believe Dilemma has anything iconic or memorable. I mean, I've got to agree that so Tomb... Icon- iconic and memorable really means nostalgic. I suppose. Is that what we're talking about here? Well, I think there's a lot of scenes from Tomb that really stand out. Undoubtedly. Yeah. It looks brilliant. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just... I almost didn't have to watch this. Tomb. Yeah. Because I've... It's so ingrained. It's probably the story. This, Planet of the Daleks, and maybe another one, are so ingrained in my memory... It sounds like it is. ...that I I genuinely nearly didn't watch it because I thought, well, I just know... I can see every scene. I remember the bit about when they're talking about the phosphor phosphorescent light and Jamie interrupts him. It just And the side man who dies and all the foam the goes out of his chest. Yeah. I just Horrible scene. It's that. so iconic. The tombs defrosting. It's just yeah. It's just great. It's just great. So there's so much iconic stuff in it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know Twin Dilemma. Sounds shit. Well, you'll see. we'll watch it one day. Anyway, responding to that, Married to Who podcast. I feel this. I was an incredibly happy place and state of mind when I first saw the Twin Dilemma, so I have a warm spot for it. I like Tomb, but the iconic imagery doesn't do much if you don't have any attachment to it. The Doctor Who show says, The way Perry is treated alone would be enough to snap me out of any happy place. She's violently assaulted. It's very ugly and still strikes me as bizarre to this day. I'm not seeking to change your mind. If you like it, you like it. I just struggle with it in a lot of ways. Married to Who podcast then replied, I certainly can't defend that. I think I've just been broken by 21st century television. Can't defend what? The Doctor Strangling Perry. You haven't seen that. I mean, we're a little. Oh no, bit I off. have. I have seen it. Have you? I've seen that scene. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> was it strangling or was it just like no, foreplay? It, it is bad foreplay. Oh, is it me? Mm-hmm. The Doctor Who show, again? Is it again? Yeah. Yeah. Visually, there's no con. The Doctor Who show replies again. Doctor Who show says, visually there's no contest to today's TV. I watched Fear Street recently and one of the leads had an axe put through her chest repeatedly and the camera really lingered. But conceptually, which is how I watch a lot of classic Who, the thought of what's happening disturbs me. Married to Who podcast replied, it's interesting what we can and can't call... It's interesting what we can and can't compartmentalise. Oh, you got it. So you got really word, struggle, yeah. yeah. Got that word. And then there's one more reply. And the Doctor Who show finally says, if I was told to write this kind of debut, I'd have him making a lunge at her, then seemingly come to his senses, mid-lunge, and leave the final act ambiguous. 
It's the physical grabbing of Brian and slamming her to the floor that I just wince at and think, why every time? Mm, well, I've got to, I've got to see this on YouTube now. On the stories that we're, <laughs> we're not doing, but... What's it? Um, twin Dilemma. Twin Dilemma Strangling. Oh, I like a tether I see. <laughs> Music's horrible. I think Perry's One great. Yeah, she's great. Perry at the gate of Eden stood disconsolate. Who read that? I haven't the faintest idea. Of course you don't. You don't even know what a Perry is, do you? Why is he acting like a villain? Mm. I'll tell you. He's just Apiary regenerated. Is a good and beautiful fairy in Persian mythology. The interesting thing is, before it became Look at his eyes. good, it was evil. And that's what you are. Thoroughly evil. Don't be stop it! No. No, not even a fairy, an alien spy. Send here to spy on me. Well, we all know the fate of alien Fucking hell. Whoa. Oh, that's uploaded by the BBC. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for all that feedback. Thank you. I mean, oh. the large majority is the twin dilemma, but, you know, is what it is. So, all that is left now is for us to pick which stories, or for the randomizer to pick which stories. We do it next week. I don't have a massive problem with the strangling. I don't know where my are. What? <laughs> so it's season seven, episode ten. Journey to the centre of the TARDIS. <laughs> I think I remember this one. The Doctor's TARDIS is captured by brothers running a salvage company in space. In the process, Clara gets lost inside the time machine. To save her, the Eleventh Doctor promises the brothers that promises the brothers they can have the TARDIS if they'll help search for his missing companion. They agree, only to find that what lies at the centre of the TARDIS can kill them. Wow. All. There we are. That's exciting, isn't it? Isn't it exciting? (laughs) It is now. Okay, so... My story this for next week. Try that again. Okay, so my story for next week. We're going back to season seventeen, where the horns of the Maimon was in. This is Tom Baker. It is Tom Baker. There you go. We're going for serial three, the creature from the pit. Oh, <laughs> they couldn't have thought of anything else now. The fourth Doctor and Romana two receive oh, a distress signal. Fucking hate Romana now. Really? I just can't be arsed oh, with it. It's just hard work. The fourth Doctor and Romana 2 receive a distress signal and arrive. It's on... Shit. And arrive on Chloris. I think that's how you say it. I can't remember. Clarice. Clarice. Had the lamb stopped screaming. <laughs> it's a lush and verdant world with Ew. only small quantities of metals, all of which are controlled by its ruler, Lady Estrada. Estrada keeps order with the aid of her huntsman and the wolf weeds, mobile balls of vegetation. Uh, 
Fuck. A band of thieves led by the Torvin organise raids on her palace to steal whatever metal they can, but in the minds of Clarice is something huge. A creature thrown into the pit to be forgotten. The Doctor is about to join him. Oh. How lovely. Hi. Um, yeah, can't sign Romana. It's an episode, I'll give you that. Is Romana the one in the Pertwee episode? Nope. That's someone else, isn't it? I think it's someone else. I still think Romana's a piece of work, though. It's hard work. So there we go. So for next week, Journey to the Centre of, of the TARDIS, TARDIS and The, the creature, creature from, from the, the Pit. pit. So thanks very much for listening this week, everybody, and we shall see you next time. It's been all right, isn't it? It's, it's been, been okay. Intellectual. Was it? No. Oh, well. Right. Tyrant now. Goodbye. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at whocanconvince or send us an email to whocanconvinceyou at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback, either as an attachment in an email, or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash who can convince you. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us. <laughs>